0: Florals for spring. Groundbreaking. I'm funny, how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Voltaire,
1: hair. I would personally like to learn about Voltaire. Okay, Christine. Ladybird. Is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quotes? Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Okay. Take it away, Ladybird. You want to know how I got these scars? There's I I quit.
0: I quit.
1: <laughs> Everybody wants to party with
0: Aretha because I'm sexy and chubby, man. I have s- such doubts. Oh. All
1: right, movie time, episode sixty-four with Anjanari. We've got a review of Before Sunrise with Ethan Hawke and Julia. Belgi, Belgley. Those are the only two that matter. Den-
0: Wait, that's not her last name. Julie. Oh, <laughs> <it> Julie Denby. <laughs> oh,
1: Denby. <laughs> I thought it was like. Belgley. Belg Julie Belgley? Uh, so that's. Julie f- Delpy. Delp Delpy. Okay, okay. I was close. But you're. Um, And then there's, it's a trilogy. We were just talking before this. Like we, we probably not going to do all of them, but, um. But and they're all it's, it's just crazy they're all so far apart but I mean in, I'm intrigued to watch the next one uh, anyway uh, we've got that and what we've watched I'll also do like a mini review of Black Widow for you MCU stands out there um, so I guess I gotta go first on what you've watched but you haven't watched anything okay.
0: so. I haven't watched anything this week but I just wanted to shout out <laughs> Brian Moylan's book on the real housewives the housewives the real story behind the real housewives so I just started it but he's got like a lot of stuff on like reality TV and like early bravo which is just fascinating to me so it's in the tv world and uh i did a little research for that book uh so you know buy it
1: basically meaning that you helped
0: out. i helped brian uh research like a really small (laughs) amount like i so and it basically was just me watching housewives and taking notes on certain things but it was really cool to be a part of that because he's a, a great writer so
1: all right, so I guess I'll start with Black Widow. Um, right. I saw it yesterday in the matinee by myself, like which I love to do.
0: Angelo refused to let me go. I,
1: I didn't want to go with Ariana because when I when I see MCU things, I only want to see them with other people who like really enjoy the MCU. That's just how it. Go- if not, I'm going alone. Like that's how it is. Shout out to Abigail. Like I like going to see MCU movies with Abigail. But um, so I thought it was a so-so movie. It, Florence Pugh is going to be a star in the MCU. She was funny. Uh, She played, she played a great role. Uh, She's just the most gorgeous human being of all time. Um, David Harbour was fine. That was a weird pick for me. I thought he was fine. A lot of people liked him. I I just wish like, it's weird because he was like a, he he was like a super soldier. Okay, sorry, spoilers. He was like a super soldier and like he didn't show like really any power. I was like, what is the point of him? Like he didn't really do any fight scenes. Uh, the taskmaster villain, who was like an awesome villain, they kind of just like neutered the villain in one move. Like that villain could have been great for like a ton of movies, but it was literally neutered by the end of the movie, which I really didn't like. And it's such a cool concept. Um, Scarlett Johansson, I mean, she's Black Widow. It, it was good. It's a good origin story for her, um, and I liked. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I. It's hard for me to like hate. An MCU movie, so it was good. It, it was enjoyable. Um, it's no Thor: Dark World or like the first Thor, which I don't like those. But uh, but yeah, it was good. I would recommend. I mean, if you're an MCU fan, you're gonna like it.
0: I just haven't heard anyone really raving about it. It's either.
1: not. No, it's and, and and nobody thought this one was gonna be like that amazing and I, but I respected the fact that they didn't do any crossovers like I respected that they're just like okay it's just Black Widow like they're not going to be like okay let's bring in this guy from another movie like I didn't want it would have been so annoying to be like okay let's bring in all a bunch of people from the other movies they made references they did you know cool things how the story connected but they didn't want really like okay here's a ant-man it's just like um i'm glad they kind of let it uh it, it worked it worked perfectly within the timeline where it was after civil war and like nobody was together or everyone was like kind of on the run so i feel like it worked
0: she phones it in for that role a little bit i mean i'm sure
1: maybe i don't know she doesn't
0: I, seem that compelling in that movie like i can sort of see the energy of other actors more than her i don't know
1: yeah she's i mean i felt like like i said i'm i'm excited i mean obviously scarlet's dead in the or black widow's dead in the in the movies but florence Pugh and a great post-credit scene i won't i won't spoil that but she's dead yeah uh black widow died at uh, avengers uh end okay but this is this is this takes place before before i know uh,
0: but i'm saying aren't they gonna do something after that or something
1: i don't think she i think this is probably gonna be her last that's probably her last movie with them Mm -hmm. i would assume um and then i think florence there's there's other characters within that realm like a david harbour like uh what is it rachel wise she was okay by the way rachel Uh, wise was in it yeah um (laughs) so i think they're gonna do they're gonna do good things uh with those and i'm yeah i'm really excited for florence Pugh. um all right what else uh loki newest episode it was good it was a penultimate episode so you don't really like get to know as much as you want to know or whatever, but I'm excited for the last episode. I think it's going to be a good reveal. Um, <clears throat> I went on a little bit of a star Wars kick this week. Solo. I watched for the first time, uh, the Han Solo origin story. I actually really liked it. I didn't think I was going to like it because the guy who plays Han Solo is a very punchable face. Um, uh, but he did a good job. Donald Glover Glover was awesome as Lando, a young Lando. Also Phoebe Waller bridge was a voice of one of the robots and she was very funny. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend that. iRobot I watched uh, last night watch and that? this morning. It's not bad. I mean, it's 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 bad, but it's not. I it's like it's another childhood movie. So there's a lot of nostalgia. Um, Who's the
0: female? Is there a woman in it?
1: Yes, like she she has a very recognizable face, but. When I looked at her name, I'm like, I don't think I've really heard of you besides being in this movie. But
0: Bridget Moynihan? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that is. She wasn't uh, who I was thinking and of. And
1: then I also watched the new uh, movie on Amazon, The Tomorrow War, with Chris Pratt and uh, J.K. Simmons. And uh, I think that was uh, his... I liked it. I mean, it, <laughs> it was like a ridiculous sci-fi futuristic movie, but that's... Uh, I'm a pig for those movies, but I won't Don't. say the rest. I'm a bore for those. Movies.
0: I hate the coded. I just can't with so many war movies, like movies that are basically after World War II. I just there's two. They're too like they feel just too propaganda army like propaganda army propaganda kind of like thing. Like action movies just give me a creepy sort of underlying message of like. I don't know. This one, I don't... I just I, hate Chris Pratt, too. Ugh. Yeah,
1: I don't like Chris Pratt, but um, I don't like. I wasn't really paying attention to him in this role. Like The concept was very interesting. Um, I guess they're already trying to do a sequel, so I don't know how they do a sequel for Sounds this.
0: Sounds
1: like a hit. <laughs> it, it was good. I was surprised that it was good. Um, all right, that's it for uh, what we've watched. Movie news. Uh, this kind of story went viral on Twitter. Uh, Seth Rogen like, just tweeted out that one time he went to a salon... Or a spa to get a massage. And then, like, halfway through the massage, Paul Rudd was there and he, like, took over the rest of the massage. And Seth, like, never noticed until after it was done.
0: I just don't understand what was the impetus of, like, sharing this story.
1: Sometimes I feel like Seth Rogen's tweets are fake. Like, sometimes. That's probably not a fake story, but, like, it's just very, like, it sounds like something Paul Rudd would do. And they're like f- obviously friends, but it's like,
0: borderline, I mean, that's a little borderline creepy in my opinion, but apparently he, he didn't yeah, think it was. I, well, don't know.
1: I don't know. From their world. It probably isn't. Um, I'm just
0: saying it's just a very nothing. It's just yeah. like, what's it? It's like, he's so funny. He massaged me. <laughs> like I, I just don't understand. I
1: don't know. Well, people on Twitter fucking lap that shit up. So I don't know. Um, Wolverine. Uh, so this is Wolverine in the MCU. Hugh Jackman posted a picture with, uh, Marvel uh, director, creative director, Kevin Feige, and a picture of the Wolverine Claws. Very excited for that crossover.
0: So it's Hugh Jackman's definitely going to be Wolverine?
1: He's got to be coming back somehow. I don't know how, but I will...
0: Oh, God, we should watch Logan.
1: Logan's good. Yeah, Logan's good. A movie of fatherhood. They, are, <laughs> they already put Evan Peters kind of in it, uh, in the MCU, in uh, WandaVision. So they've already started it. So I'm sure he's gonna be in a future movie. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but Feige is—he's a so, fucking genius.
0: Does that mean it's like all eventually just gonna collapse under MCU?
1: The only thing it's not is obviously DC, but like well, X-Men's always been Marvel. They okay, just, that they just, were just confuses they me because sep- they were just owned by Fox. Separate. Yeah, I know because they're owned by a separate entity
0: back now it's so creepy how like whoever owns it yeah. basically it changes Disney. like the tone of the movie <laughs> kind of i don't know yeah
1: i mean but like the the x movies are there's not a,
0: there's a difference between an x-men movie and a marvel movie. they're different but that doesn't or in they're a, not in better difference freaking mm-hmm. uh, avengers infinity wars or whatever the uh, fuck.
1: yeah there's a difference in quality yes um all right I like
0: X-Men better.
1: I like X-Men First Class. I even like Days of Future Past. (laughs) But those are like the only two that are actually like good movies. Yeah. Um, I hate the old Phoenix, her character. Oh. Um, The one that's in love, like her and like Wolverine. It's just very annoying. Um, R.I.P. Robert Downey Sr., was know.
0: he in anything? I mean, like, I think I don't, he was like pretty famous back him. in old
1: Hollywood, but I don't think he was really in anything. When I first saw
0: it, had. I was like, "Robert Downey Jr. died," and then I, was, I realized it was <laughs> <the> dad. <laughs> his
1: dad. And his agent just died. Like his really close friend, or his really close friend and like personal assistant died in a car accident, like not that long ago. So R.I.P. Sorry, sorry, Robert Downey. Uh, okay, so there's this BuzzFeed article, uh, a nice listicle for you of uh, 23 actors who found playing certain characters underwhelming, demeaning, or just overall not so fun. So let's. I wanted to pick a couple that I found interesting. So Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye in the Avengers.
0: <laughs> That's what caught me because I was like, You're, you can tell through his performance that he fucking hates being but there.
1: I like, dude, we did you the most biggest favor by putting you in these fucking movies. You are a loser. Like, I saw Hurt Locker with you and you were like nothing. The- I mean,. <laughs> And you're also like a creepy, like psychopath. So. <laughs> the Renner Cinematic Universe yeah. <laughs> is getting smaller. Yeah. That one. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised Gwyneth Paltrow even came out and said she hated to be in shallow hell. I want.
0: Oh, that's she interesting one. She said it was
1: Gwyneth. least favorite role in a de- disaster. Said the moment she put the fat suit on, she felt how demoralizing and offensive it was to play the character.
0: Did she? Because so she still why put it on, made a lot movie. of money off of it. So Stupid. I don't believe that for a second.
1: Also, there's a completely incorrect. Uh, Number eleven, Mark Hamill's Luke in the Force Awakens. They completely botched this entire thing. So Mark Hamill wasn't in the Force Awakens; he was in the Last Jedi, um, and he basically said he hate he hates what he told the director. I hate what you've done with my character. Um, it was so different from the original trilogy. Um, I, he has a point, yes, but like when you look back now at the the three new movies, like. The Last Jedi was one of the better ones out of the three. It was probably the best one out of the three, even though I didn't like it first going in. But I didn't like his his portrayal that much either because he's, he was like a big Jedi lover, and this is when he's like, oh, I'm kind of anti-Jedi. So I get that, but I don't know. You probably have no clue. I comments. don't have
0: any. That just sounded like nothing to me. Yeah. Um,
1: what else? Robert Pattinson, Twilight. I don't care about that. Uh, yeah, that's obvious. John Boyega and uh, as Finn in the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. I've heard. I mean, we've heard. We've talked yeah, we've about talked these. About it. He didn't
0: get great um, treatment on set with that. Yeah,
1: and then also about the story. I agree with him about him being sidelined. Like, I really liked him and Ray's story in the Force Awakens, and I was hoping it would continue more in the t- second uh, two. I don't really see, really agree that Oscar Isaac had like was put in in the back seat because like. He was still pretty prominent in the movies, and and I, that was his role. Like I didn't think he was he was more of like that that side character. So I don't know. I don't totally agree. Um, Jessica Alba as Sue in Fantastic Four. <laughs> she said uh, she said the director was like uh, there was a particular filming filming a character her character's death scene in the sequel uh, that she almost gave up on acting. The director was like, it looks too real. It looks too painful. Can you be prettier when you cry? Don't do that thing with your face. Just make it flat. We can CGI the tears in. Oh, my
0: God. She said the
1: experience made her question her instincts and feel like she wasn't good enough and that no one wanted her to be a real person. I mean, she's not a great actress, but well, maybe still, that's why. she should be treated that maybe
0: way. Maybe her downfall began after the Fantastic yeah, Four. Probably.
1: Uh, anyways, yeah, it's probably the only ones I... I mean, there's Glee. All the cast of Glee apparently hated it. <laughs> um, Ryan Reynolds is the original Deadpool. Uh, back in like 2010.
0: Wait, so he didn't like being in Deadpool?
1: No. So they in, they introduced him as like a shitty version of the character in one of the one of the worst uh, movies of all time. Is like X Men Origins Wolverine. Apparently, uh- I've never seen it, but he he was Deadpool in that, and uh, it was like a totally different iteration of the character before he did like the the more. Recent ones. Oh, okay. That's what he said. And then Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker in The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Dude, fuck you, okay? He's if, not coming if, back. If you're not coming back, that that's the reason. Fuck you. Um, all right, so that's it. F- figured that was... Not
0: everyone wants to be a sellout.
1: It's not a sellout. I'm
0: kind of respecting him more now.
1: Yeah, he's in that shitty fucking like, social media star movie or whatever. That's
0: just the social network.
1: Um, And I don't know. I do kind of want to see him in the movie because I need all three of them to be in it, in the, in the new Spider-Man movie. But whatever, um, Henry Cavill, Samuel Jackson, Bryce Dallas Howard, among a list cast for Matthew Vaughn spy thriller Argyle. Uh, it stars also Sam Rockwell, uh, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, John Cena. Um, they're all set to, to appear in the movie. Uh, it's a film and book will follow the globe trotting adventures of a super spy named Argyle across the U.S., London, and other exotic locations. I mean, you gotta watch it with this cast. Besides John Cena, mm, but you gotta watch it with this cast.
0: I'm still not. I'm slowly. I had to come to accept that Henry Cavill is The Witcher, and I'm trying to come around to him. I did have some affection for him after watching the first season. By the end, Jack but
1: out of his fucking mind. I know. Whew. Um, <laughs> Beefcake.
0: <laughs> he. I kind of wish he, they picked a cast someone older than him, but whatever. But um. I mean, I don't know. This kind of sounds... When John Cena's in it, I just don't... It sounds like it's going to be too action-y for my liking, maybe. Brian
1: Cranston and Sam Rockwell is interesting, I do like Sam Rockwell. And Catherine O'Hara? Like, that's an interesting... uh, That's why I think it has some hope to not just be, like, a complete action. It's too
0: hard to tell. It's too vague right now to tell if it's going to be good or bad.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I also don't know who's, like, the main character. I'm not a huge fan of Bryce Dallas Howard, either. She's okay.
0: Yeah. But... I don't think I really have any thoughts on her. She's, she's fine.
1: <laughs> um, Bill Condon to direct Guys and Dolls movie a- adaptation. Uh, Bill Condon, their Oscar winning filmmaker behind Chicago, Dreamgirls, and Disney's remake of Beauty and the Beast, is taking on another famed movie musical, Guys and Dolls. I'm pretty sure Guys and Dolls is pretty misogynistic, so they're probably going to have to do some, some uh, alterations to that. <laughs> but I'm surprised it took them this long to do an adaptation of Guys and Dolls. It's a very famous musical. I'm excited see who the cast is gonna be let's get ansel elgort in
0: i just think i like watching musicals in a theater more than Mm, me
1: too so do i
0: movie adaptations have you seen chicago like chicago yeah i've never seen the movie no it's pretty good i mean i I know like the story obviously i've seen you in it yeah
1: (laughs) check it out guys uh yeah, so um, I'm excited for that. I, I uh, The guy's got a reputation. Dream Girls did Dream Girls. And I'm terribly. I did you, watch Dream
0: Girls. I did like that. A lot. I haven't seen that, actually. What?
1: do love Jennifer Hudson, though. How is Beyonce in that?
0: She's great. I mean, she's good. She's not. It's really Jennifer Hudson, like, who's the star in that, in yeah, my opinion. But, I mean, she's Beyonce. Did she win the
1: Oscar for that? She was nominated for the Oscar. One I of don't the two. know. I know she was nominated. I don't but, know if she But
0: uh, Beyonce is just. She's not necessarily a bad actress. She's She's very plain. She like kind of like loses her like star power when she acts. it's weird because she's she's,
1: like out of her element.
0: She's very compelling as a performer, but for some reason, when she's on screen, it just doesn't. What's
1: that movie, Obsession or whatever that she was in? Obsessed with me.
0: Obsession or obsessed? I think it was Obsessed with
1: me or Obsessed. Yeah. What was that story about? Who was obsessed with her? It
0: was the what the hell's her name? The girl.
1: Oh, it was a girl v girl. For some reason, I thought it was like another dude.
0: Yeah, like the husband. It was Beyonce's oh. husband. This this white girl at the office was upset. Allie, Allie Larder.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> trying to steal Idris Elba. What? Oh, I, oh, Idris Elba's oh in my that. God. Oh, I like that. Okay. Gee. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was another one on the uh, actors who didn't like the role in the second Thor movie. Yeah, that, oh. mo- that movie's I know,
0: they killed terrible. him. Didn't they kill him off kind
1: of They killed early? him in, no, they killed him off in uh, Avengers Infinity War. I like Infinity him, War.
0: yeah. I mean, um, again, he shouldn't be in that movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, whatever. Uh, Amazon Studios is in late stage discussions for Foe, an adaptation of Ian Reed's science fiction novel starring Circa Ronan, Lakeith Stanfield, and Paul Meskell. Uh, Directed by Lyons' Garth Davis, who wrote the script with Reed based off the Canadian author's 2018 novel, Foe is set in the near future where corporate greed is destroying the government. Meskel and Ronan, both of whom are Irish, play Junior and Hen, respectively, who have been married for seven years and live a reclusive life on a remote farm. Their lives change forever when a stranger at their door, LaKeith Stanfield, tells them Junior has been selected to travel to an experimental space station orbiting Earth. These... Movies are in my wheelhouse. I love space movies. But
0: you know Ian Reid? No. Author of I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Oh.
1: Well, I guess the book's good, so. (laughs) I mean, that wasn't his fault. Yeah. The
0: movie wasn't his fault.
1: Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, I mean, Lakeith Stanfield is going to show up at the door. My again. girl, oh.
0: Shersha? I mean, we all know what Lakeith Stanfield will he's act just, he's like. Just, he's just going to show up He's
1: going to be like, <laughs> he's going <gonna be> like, <laughs> to mumble. A bear, time, I, I mean, time. I love looking at him. Um, Meskel, I just think of Meskel's naked body. and uh, He's the guy from uh, Normal People. He's the, Oh, okay, he's well, the, I'm
0: interested in this. He's,
1: I just think of him just having sex all the time from that show, essentially. Okay. And be, him just like being kind of like a, uh, what's-his-face, a Casey Affleck from Manchester by the Sea, just not being able to say anything.
0: <laughs>
1: Your whole family is burned to die. I can Okay, stop. <laughs> that's what I kind like of I still like Manchester by the Sea. I like it, too. I mean, I don't hate the movie. It's just, it was a little overhyped. Um, Megan Fox, she just basically had a quote saying she wants to be in the MCU. Yeah, of course, wouldn't you want to be in the MCU?
0: Why is, why are you so aggressive towards I her? I don't know. She's gotten a bad rap. She
1: has got a bad rap, but and she
0: could easily be in those movies. All it is is mm. that movies you have to be hot and like have some some ability to fucking say a cheesy. No, line. I don't think she. Yeah, she could. I she could do it. She was in. She's already been in a huge cinematic movie. Transformers. Transformers The original one was a huge hit though I know
1: I liked her in Transformers And but that
0: director was an asshole to her I'm pretty sure Although she is yeah. unfortunate, Isn't she dating Machine yeah, Gun Stass Kelly the whole
1: thing He's a, he's a piece he's of shit He's a
0: piece of shit man Ugh. That's why I don't
1: I don't like their rise Their their rise to stardom I
0: don't think she has a very I feel bad I think she has bad taste in men
1: Yeah No shit Ugh. I don't know I don't I mean after seeing just Florence Pugh like step in I was just like I don't Megan Fox sorry you're nowhere near the caliber just let
0: her get in let her, have, let her have a
1: character <laughs> a character who dies in the same film I don't want her to be crossing over to other movies um, or just a character who doesn't have superpowers um, alright that's it for movie news Now we get on to Before Sunrise, Handsome Hawk. Uh, Before Sunrise is a 1995 romantic drama film directed by Richard Linklater and co-written by Linklater and Kim Krizon. The first installment in the trilogy, in the Before Trilogy, in the the Before (laughs) Cinematic (laughs) Universe, it follows Jesse, Ethan Hawke, and Celine, Julie Dopey, as they meet on a year trail uh, and disembark in Vienna to spend the night together. All right, so this one's kind of another weird movie to plot, because so, a lot of it's just like deep conversations about life and their preferences. But the intro okay. scene, um, they're on the train, scenic, scenic European uh, sites, and there's a couple. They're like speaking in German. They're fighting. At first, I thought the German couple and uh, Celine, like Celine was the daughter. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, but Celine is just sitting on the train next to them. Uh, we then get a glimpse of Ethan Hawke. Then, uh, the German couple fighting seems to get more intense. And then the woman moves from her seat across from them to across from Ethan Hawke. Was Ethan Hawke hot in this? I
0: have to say, I was like, whoa, <laughs> The first Hawk. scene,
1: The first scene, he was like, whoa. Yeah, he's,
0: he's a handsome man, I will say. I've, his, I've never really thought about him. His mouth is
1: something to be, leaves something to be designed. I don't like that facial hair he's had okay, forever. Okay, I, I was but, saying
0: that, like, I he's like the only guy that I don't like I'll let that facial hair slide. Like I usually hate that look, yeah. but he looks good. Like he's good. He looks looking. good
1: in this. He looks good in this. So the, the, uh, they start talking Hawk goes, Hey, you know, I'm going to go to the, the, uh, lounge car. Like, do you want to come with me? So they get to know each other. Um, they're kind of just talking about the trip. He's saying the trip kind of stinks so far. Uh, we learned that Ethan is in like, Cable access TV, like that's his profession, I guess.
0: No, I think he said he was he was just having oh. weird ideas, and that he wanted to do a cable access okay. TV Okay, I show. thought he
1: was in it, and then like that was a that was a idea that he had. Um What else did we gain from this? That uh,
0: he that he learned about death, like he's like sharing like how he first learned about death. When well, that's he after his, that, but oh, it's in the diner well, it's part? in it's in
1: the same thing. I just I just try to break some things up. Oh, so
0: I can, mean. I don't know. They're just kind of getting to know each other. They're just sort of
1: she be, they, two they, random people. Yeah, they have good chemistry all, off the bat. Um, they're kind of like making jokes at each other's expense, like, oh, you're an American savage who doesn't know any other language, essentially. Um, I like this actress. Like, what else is this woman in? I, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to look that. Uh, she con- seems
0: just like a regular yeah. person who's literally just... Just <laughs> attractive
1: in France. Um, the conversation, yeah, very natural. So yeah, then they discuss their childhoods, relationships with their parents, concept of death. She says she's like constantly scared of death, um, and that's why she took the train uh, instead of flying. And then he, I guess yeah, he talks about how he he like saw a ghost of his grandmother at one point or something. Yeah, they just kind of get into a lot of like deeper topics and like their views on them throughout the movie, mm-hmm. essentially. Um and then he's supposed to get off of Vienna. They stop Vienna and he comes back. He's like, "Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you come with me and spend the day? I don't have, you know, I don't have enough money for a hotel room. I was just gonna walk around, and my flight is tomorrow morning." So he persuades her, and she comes with it. Any thoughts so far?
0: No, this just reminds me of I don't know, like this movie. I know it gets. I think I feel like it gets alluded to a lot. Um, in other like in movies. other movies, yeah, probably. And I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of uh. Flashes of like books and art and things and philosophical concepts in this movie, which I think they did a really nice job of having it be understandable to the average person, but then also offering like, if someone wants to look into it more or like read the things or just like see what's what's going on, what they're kind of talking about, like there's also a lot you could like research after and read up on.
1: Hmm. Um. So yeah, this is where we finally learn their names. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Jesse. Her name's Celine. Uh, they're walking around Vienna, and they come up to these locals. <laughs> they come up to these locals, or stand on the bridge because they're trying to figure out what to do, and they like start talking to them, and the the locals are being very rude. Like what did they say? They're like, well, like you don't speak, How about speak German for? Well, it is Which kind I of un- it, no.
0: It's annoying because like I, they like no, no Americans know a second yeah. language, and they know every people know in like Europe usually languages. know a few different languages, yeah. and they always have to concede to the fact that we're yeah. stupid.
1: But they were very, <laughs> but they were very like rude at first. But then they're like, oh, come to this play that we're in. Like I play a cow. It was just like you know whatever. Um, I wanted
0: to see the play, or like a yeah, bit of it. I thought they were gonna go.
1: <laughs> uh, so then they're on the bus, I guess, and Jesse's asking Celine like about her first crush and she talks about this guy she knew at swim camp or whatever who um and then Celine asks Jesse about him ever being in love and he kind of doesn't want to answer it. And he says he has, but whatever. He's he's kind of cynical throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um and then they talk about things that she hates and then Jesse talks about reincarnation. Mm-hmm. She's a uh, one of the things she hates is the media trying to control our minds. Fascism. I said she was a QAnon believer.
0: <laughs> no, well, she has a yeah. point. Like, yeah, there is like a lot of. But I saw so she was woke to, bra- yeah. to the brainwashing liberal media. Yeah, she
1: was woke. She's like, <laughs> I, I only listen. I only watch Fox News.
0: <laughs> I only listen to Tucker Carlson. Yeah.
1: Um, the the pedophile pizza ring. So yeah, then they go to a record store. And there's, like, this listening booth in the record store. So they pick a record and they go into this booth where they can listen to the record together. A very cute scene. I love that scene. Where they're also- in the, when they're in the booth and, like, he's looking at her while she's not looking at him. And then she would look at him. And it goes on for a pretty long time. In the scene. Yeah,
0: they also filmed a kind of an interesting perspective. It was, like, from yeah. below a little yeah. bit. Also, very I, cute. I liked on the bus where he looked like he kept trying. Like, he kind of was, like, looking like he was trying to make a move on her. They, yeah. were, they were really close together. But... Yeah. He wouldn't do it. I don't know. They had really good like chemistry. very good chemistry.
1: There were times though that, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to. It. I don't want to. It's and not my. And I right now, liked
0: but. the. It felt very like this thing could actually happen. Like yeah. this was a very believable. I don't yeah. know scenario for me.
1: Uh, yeah, very good scene. Uh, so then they um they visit a cemetery with like no names. I guess she went there when she was a kid. Um, uh, just kind of talking about how everyone in the cemetery was just bodies they kind of found and they buried and. Uh, Then they go to the top of the, f- the Ferris wheel. They're looking at the sights. So they finally kiss. And then they, like, she goes in for a kiss again, but it almost looked like she denied it a little bit. Like, she, like, he kissed, he goes in to kiss her, but then she goes in for, like, a hug. So that's why I was thinking, I'm like, is something going wrong here? But I don't think they ever have that point. But there was a lot, there was a couple times where she looked a little uncomfortable. Incon- but I don't know if he was just like. It's,
0: I think they're just having, like, a back and forth. I think he's. I don't know. It's just like an, they they're sort of awkward mm-hmm. in some moments. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, then they go to a carnival and they're kind of discussing their parents, their relationships with their parents. I don't know. I don't know. Anything there that was of note.
0: Not really. I mean, the movie is more of a it's a dialogue movie. Yeah,
1: there's it's, no in not really even like in the heavy dialogue. Yeah, even in the dialogue there's no like plot points that you're like oh he said this so now i have to like pay attention it's to that very
0: uh, midnight in paris vibes yeah yeah
1: kind of <laughs> uh so then they they're outside a cafe uh, outside of a the cafe they kiss again a palm reader comes over to them um and it's 50 bucks for a palm reading well, i don't know how much that is something. i don't know oh maybe it's 50 cents I don't know.
0: I don't think it's fifty cents, but like Ethan Hawk or whatever, Jesse, he says he was broke. So yeah, I don't but think he, he could spent, spend that much money. He spent
1: some money, but not, yeah, he couldn't he couldn't have enough for like, you know, a hotel room. So so she reads her palm. Kind of just says, oh hey, she, you're an adventurer and you know, uh something about you need to like love yourself or not. Well, know.
0: she said you need to resign yourself to the awkwardness yes. of life.
1: Yes. So and I also just said, like, I've never gotten to palm reading before, have you?
0: No, I wanna go. I, I think. I want to get like a tarot reading. I have, I have gotten my tarot cards read and stuff, but yeah, I don't, I've never done like a palm reading. I want to see psychic eventually.
1: I'm not a big into that, but th- the thing that I just said was that the palm would, it would tickle. I feel like when reading.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I great. was thinking
1: about when I was like, I think it would tickle, but then like the palm reader was walking away and she was talking about the big bang theory. <laughs> She was like, you know, we're all made of stardust. The stars exploded and they made everything that you know. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty progressive for 1995,
0: a palm reader. (laughs) Well, she's just talking about like the transitory nature of life and Mm -hmm. the energy of the people. We're all made of atoms. (laughs)
1: Um, Then Jesse's kind of being like a sarcastic asshole. I kind of hated him in the scenery. There are certain parts. There are certain parts. Yeah. Yeah. So like basically saying like oh like it's a scam you know blah blah you're taking your money and you kind of can see Selene like takes it as a joke I mean she's laughing with him a little bit but mm-hmm. he's kind of uh kind of dissing it um, and they then they venture into a church they discuss religion a little bit in the church he talks about a story where his friend is atheist and they drive up to a bum on the street and he had, the the atheist driver has a hundred dollars he says do you believe in God? And then the homeless man says yes, and they just drive away. I was
0: like, why would you be friends with such a dick who teases a person who doesn't have a home Mm -hmm. and, like, waves of money in their face? They're not like a fucking, like, dog with a bone in front Mm -hmm. of them.
1: So then they're they're walking outside. They're continuing to fawn over each other. Uh, This is where uh, they're talking about um, if, you know, if we were to be together for a while, what's one thing you think would bug me? about you or, and Jesse asked that to Celine and Celine criticizes the way that he handled the palm reader. And they get kind of into like a play fight. Mm -hmm. It's like not really serious. And this is when the homeless man approaches them and he says, instead of you just giving me money, give me a word, uh, and I'll put it in a poem and then I'll, I'll give you the poem. And if you like it, you can tell you, you can give me what, like what you think would be appropriate. Mm -hmm. I liked that. Um, she also says something about, like, she always feels like an old lady ready to die or something like that. She There's a lot of talking about death. Uh, also, Jesse mentions how he went to a Quaker wedding, and at Quaker weddings, you just, like, I guess the couple just kneels and stares at each other for an hour, and then nobody says anything, and then after an hour, they're married. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the significance of that was, but the poem wasn't bad. I loved the they poem. They used a milkshake was their word. The poem yeah. was pretty good.
0: I thought... Yeah, I I liked that a lot. Like I liked the poet poet character. Mm. I don't know. He was he had like a lot of characterization for a small amount of time. Yeah, it like was an just interesting. A very, I don't know. I liked him. He's. I was like, this sounds like. I wish someone But it's just, also
1: like feels like it's very like an American's ideal of Europe, like, oh, instead of a instead of a usual bum, it's a bum who who writes a poem and then we don't tells know you. that he's
0: necessarily a bum. <laughs> he could just be lounging around writing poems and need some money.
1: But I think that's what Jesse says too. He says, like, oh, this is a great like version of a bum bum. <laughs> he basically makes another backhanded remark about the bum saying that you don't know, he probably didn't really write that, like he wrote the outside, but he just fills in the words or whatever, or fills in whatever words. So. But I don't think she really me- – She doesn't really notice it or anything or, like, protest to it too much. But there's a lot of scenes in the middle here where he's very, like, cynical, sarcastic, where it's like, all right, dude.
0: Like, well, so they're supposed to have the contrast of he's, like, the cynic and she's the romantic. Yeah. But obviously he's he's actually a romantic. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, He has a softer side. So then they go into a club. It's more just like a, a lounge where people are playing music and uh, then they go and play pinball. They really suck at pinball, one. And two, I'm they're th- bad at pinball. <laughs> but I'm not like amazing either, but they're like thrusting into the machine. Like you just use your fingers. Okay. I don't know. It just was very strange. I don't strange. know. I
0: feel like it's a bodily game. <laughs> you can you can like
1: I don't know, they're really getting into it. But they uh Celine they kind of finally ask each other, like, hey, are you dating anybody? And I guess Celine was in a relationship that was ended six months ago. And then once – I guess he was a piece of shit, but, like, he broke up with her, and it kind of made her obsessed with him for a little while. And then we find out Jesse came to Europe originally to see his girlfriend in Madrid, and she broke up with him after, like, two
0: days. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But don't let that ruin your time in Europe. I mean
1: – Yeah. God, that well, – I was
0: like, this sounds so nice to just get jump on a train I and know. just get off wherever you want.
1: That's pretty much – yeah. Yeah. He was. Did he just ride the train for like? I think
0: uh, it kind of sounds like yeah. he was just is riding the trains, but that's like what's so nice about Europe is you can just you can just take go on, on a train, train and go yeah. anywhere.
1: Um. So then they go. They're walking outside. They talk about sex a little bit, and she's kind of talking about how feminism was created by a man to be an agent for sex. Like she thinks that sometimes because like oh women are free like yeah. <laughs> for more sex or whatever. Uh. Then they see a belly dancer. And they talk about how there's a belly dancing ritual for giving birth. Uh, and they talk about the men's role in marriage and love and the importance of being in a relationship. And they kind of have a dichotomy where Ethan wants a career and she wants to be loved, right? Something like a that. A little
0: bit. I mean, he also wants that, but... Yeah,
1: but he was saying that he'd rather almost, like, be really good at something than I think he's in a more timid yeah.
0: about... yeah. And there's a good
1: movements. line here where she says, like, if there is a God... I think I'd like to believe that he believes in the space of between two people, like getting mm-hmm. to know each other and understanding. I like that line. Um, all right. So then they go to a restaurant, another restaurant. I feel like they're in just sitting in restaurants a lot in this movie, but that's pretty much all it is. But yeah. they, they, uh, I like the scene in the beginning where they just show the all tables the talking mm-hmm. and there's like, mostly are German. And then you have like one rude couple and, and,
0: uh, the English. One guy who's- <laughs> guys like if the the service was like this in new york that waitress would be fired the thing is
1: that's something that would bother me in the u.s but like i would know that i'm not in the u.s so it wouldn't bother me as much and i like taking my time at a
0: restaurant i know like for it's just yeah it's like just go enjoy the pace of a slow get your coffee lounge around i don't know i like
1: hanging out at a restaurant if it was here and the service was like if i was like really hungry i guess but um Anyways, so then they, they do like have a, like they do like a fake conversation recanting their story. So basically Celine's like, Oh, I'm gonna call my friend in Paris to tell her I'm gonna miss lunch tomorrow. And then Ethan like plays her friend and she's like, Oh, I love him. He's great, blah blah blah. He has greasy hair. I know, I was
0: like, um, greasy.
1: <laughs> greasy. And then um, she does the opposite and they do the opposite. And I liked her her dude accent was pretty funny yeah. when she's like, Hey dude. Uh, any he thoughts there? Very cute scene.
0: Yeah, Another I mean, I thought that was fun. Like that yeah. was kind of a fun way to evade, sort of directly stating your feelings. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I think they both kind of have like a little bit of like awkward movements and mannerisms that make them just feel like real, real people. Mm-hmm. Like Ethan yeah. Hawke is very like fidgety sometimes.
1: Good writing, and uh, yeah, it's good writing. It's good acting. It's kind of like her in that way, where a lot of the conversations just feel normal. They don't feel like you're watching somebody act out the conversation um then they go on to do another restaurant on a boat (laughs) and they kind of just talk about how happenstance it was that they met each other it feels like it's kind of like almost like a blip in the timeline sort of Mm -hmm. thing uh and then they this is when they finally talk about how they're probably not going to see each other again and they say maybe we should just this is the night we make it a night and we don't exchange numbers we don't say we're going to see each other again we just have the night right yeah and then i i just said well they better fuck It's going to be one night. Um, (laughs) So they must consummate the day. They must coitus. So then they go to a bar, get a bottle of red wine for free. They steal the glasses. They drink in the park. They talk about what life would be like if they stayed together. Then they're like kissing and she wants to have sex, but she's like, I don't want to have sex because that would be like, this whole thing was for sex and, um, then they do fuck, though. I think it's implied that they do have <laughs> yeah. sex, yeah. because they have some passionate kisses, and then the, the uh, it fades. So then they're, they're at the train, they're at the bus, or her train, and they're like, they're like saying they're not going to see each other again, but then they decide, okay, six months from that night, we're going to see each other. We're going to meet each other here. Mm-hmm. And they have some hot kisses. <laughs> and then they have very good sexual chemistry. Yeah. And then... Then I like this part after she gets on the train. They just show each one of the places that they went, but in sunlight, like in kind of like the 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 morning, and it's and it's dead. It's not as busy it was in the nightlife, and it's it's kind of cool. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, but I, this is what made me want to watch the next one right away. I'm like, oh, I, I know. Well, know what I'm happened. just
0: tr- I was trying to think, what if they we didn't know that there were other ones? What do you mean? If, oh. As a audience, oh, a as dealer, an audience, you, yeah. I felt so frantic when they were parting yeah. I was like no make, make a plan i was like make a plan see each other i again. kind of
1: <laughs> wanted them to not make a plan but no. because like that's the what their plan was but i'm very interested to see what happens at the last installment of the franchise also because it's nine years in between mm-hmm. the next movie and then it's another seven years or no it's another nine years too i think it's 95 to 2004 to 2013 yeah. so it's like see because link later did boyhood too so it makes me think that he planned it out this way too. Like he's like, okay, nine years in between each. I don't know, maybe.
0: He said that I was reading the Wikipedia, Wikipedia. It said the story of Jesse and Celine was inspired by an evening that Richard Linklater spent with a young woman named Amy Lerhaupt, whom he met during a day he spent in Philadelphia traveling mm. from New York to Austin. Not until 2010 was Linklater informed that Lerhopt had di- actually died oh. in a motorcycle accident prior to the release of Before Sunrise. Oh, that's so sad. I know.
1: Poor Linklater. Um, damn, that is sad. Uh, okay, well, that's really it. Do not we have any thoughts on this movie?
0: I mean, it's just a movie that's really contemplating the like the transitory spaces in our lives where we do get a lot of thinking done like you do when you're like uh, when you're in transit you're just like thinking about things you're I mean it's like you can't really act much on anything so you're just coming up with ideas and I don't know I, I like these kinds of movies that remind you it's of to slow down and look at mm-hmm. the things around you like they pretty much took in everything that was there when they yeah. saw something they would like take a moment to look at it like
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and like also finding like a lot of joy in the mundane. Like, it's not like they were doing anything too crazy. crazy. They were just walking around and, en- and enjoying each other's company. But it was, there was also like spontaneity to that as well. Yeah. Which well, was a the theme of the movie it was like the transitory nature of life basically.
1: Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I mean, in that, whatever their relationship was very conducive to that. Cause like one's co- completely different cultural uh, perspectives. So they could like have a lot of good, conversation that seemingly was never ending Um, yeah but that's really it it's not it's not a big notes movie
0: yeah it's Um, just you can't because it's just like you have to like listen to their conversations and you don't it's not like we're gonna read the script yeah and like without
1: doing you know and, and a lot of the the script from one scene to another does not impact like like you think that they're in this like big cover and they just kind of move on to the next topic. That was like, oh okay, like mm-hmm. we had this conversation, and they're kind of not even in disagreement, but like a little you know slight disagreement. And they just kind of move on. They don't like dwell on it or anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. What'd you give it?
0: I gave it an eight point eight. Wow. What wow, I really liked the movie. I'm
1: surprised. I gave it a 7.3.
0: Okay, I'm just, I, I but it sounded like you really wanted to watch the other ones. So, that's I do. So, I, I, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, because you don't really like these kinds of movies.
1: No, this is like. different. This is, I like rom com. Like, if you were to say, Hey, Nomadland Land has got some romantic interest, some actual romantic interest, I might like it. Uh, all right, I'm going to raise my rating to a 7 6. Um, but, yeah, I'm probably going to watch the next one maybe today um, or maybe later this week.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. This made me want to read. Um, I don't know. This this remind this uh this movie reminded me of a poem by Frank O'Hara called "Having a Coke with You." I don't know if anyone's mm. heard of it, but I would highly recommend that.
1: How about a diet
0: Coke? <laughs> uh. <laughs> or sharing a Coke with you, I believe. I don't know if it's having or sharing. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a great. I mean, I like it. I'm I'm interested. I just I'm trying to think of like what movie I'm thinking of that explicitly. Oh references this or something
1: it was on hbo for a long know, time and we, and we missed it all three of them it. were on <laughs> all three of them were on hbo max so we had it rented today um but yeah you have to rent it or have like a cinemax fucking Who uh, is a add-on is yeah add-on on hulu so um all right that's that's uh the end of the review a quick one for us yeah um but uh i don't know what we're doing next week oh no well i know what we're doing next well, week yeah we're actually well we won't say
0: we'll, we'll say it's a surprise. Yeah, it's or a should surprise. We, should we say it? No know.
1: movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No movie really. Well, I mean, honestly, if anyone's listening, we're going to probably do like a pop culture rundown with a guest. So mm-hmm. if you have any specific topics that you want us to comment on, uh, you could definitely let us know. We, we can put that on the Instagram and the Twitter as well. If there's anything that you like want our takes on that we haven't like really talked about before.
1: Hot takes.
0: But we're going to be going through a lot. We're going to be probably dragging a lot of actors and commenting on some headlines and stuff so
1: Mm all right yeah so uh tune in make sure to subscribe rate and review us um follow us on social media instagram twitter facebook uh and we'll see you next week
0: bye